even the itsy bitsy spider is a source of fear. Think of little Miss Muffet who sat on a tuffet eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider who sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. But why? They've just got, they've got so many legs and so many eyes, and I think that's part of it. I think the other part is when they make those little webs, they can like go wherever they want. He could just be sleeping and the spider just kind of appears. I had one spider um, dangling from my shower head like last week. Like I turned on the water and the spider kind of just like dropped down on his little thread from the shower head. That was pretty scary. So I think just the fact that they can like kind of like creep wherever they want with all their extra limbs. Like what are they doing with all those? I don't know. That's IU sophomore Sarah Gardner, and she's in good company. Hi, my name is Alicia Patterson. I'm a freshman. My name is Claire. I'm a sophomore, a French major. I'm Will Ganda. I'm a sophomore. My name is Jordan, and I'm a freshman. I'm Olivia Little. Um, I'm a sophomore at IU. Their skin crawls at the thought of those vaguely hairy arachnids, ranging in size from hundredths of an inch to nearly a foot, composing webs, darting across rooms, and into the collective human psyche. I don't know, I just think it's eerie, but I I also think that it has to do, like, we incorporate spiders uh, into, like, Halloween traditions. So I think, like, uh, that association from a young age would affect, like, the way in which people perceive them. Uh, They're really quick and unexpected and kind of twitchy. At home, I have a bunch of really big ones, and they run after you, I guess. I don't like the way they look. They look really unappealing to me, and if I'm, like, really close to one, I'm afraid it's going to, like run towards me and get all over my body. (laughs) Maybe the eight legs really freak me out and I don't like how they can be like really small but also really big. When like obviously when you see a big spider you're like oh my gosh that freaks me out but also the little ones because they can just like get in any cracker like you won't even know that they're there because you can't see them so that's what freaks me out. I literally found a spider in my room the other day and we couldn't kill it like we tried to smash it like three times and it would not die and so that's like my biggest fear is that I'm gonna think that something's dead and it's not gonna be dead. I feel like I'm gonna like either miss or they're just gonna like disperse everywhere. I'm gonna see more than one and it's just gonna be all bad. Um, I was actually in Florida and they have these huge spiders that carry babies on their back and my mom killed one and like their babies just like dispersed everywhere. But in the end, uh, I just I don't know. I think everybody hypes it up. They're not that. They're most spiders are real small, so so everybody just it's in their head, uh, just because of what they see on the TV or something, or like maybe they had a bad experience when they were little. My name is Osadolor Idahosa. I'm a sophomore, psychology major. Uh, my name is Joseph, and I am a transfer junior. I understand that you know they're gross, but it's only on the outside, I guess. So they just look very atypical from what we currently. Uh, indulge ourselves with, you know, they have all these legs, all these eyes, it kind of, people give them like these uh, almost surreal or fictitious types of horror stories that they like to commentate them to. It's a little irrational. In the end, we tend to fear those eight-legged and two-legged creatures, those concrete and nebulous factors that we've been told might be dangerous. While many spiders are as harmless as butterflies, Somehow, we've coded one to breed fear and the other comfort. Perhaps it's all a matter of deception, in which spiders have become a symbol of what could go wrong, a focus of negative energy. Just think of that tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. 
All percussive sounds were provided by Chris Turlack. For American Student Radio in Bloomington, I'm Emily Miles.